boom, boom. Welcome to Franchise Mode. I'm excited to embark on this new journey with y'all. Thank you all for supporting me throughout the growth. The MNR Network is our next big thing. And today we're going to begin to some pre-draft talk. Uh, everyone knows the Wizards are a team I've covered for a long time. Love the team. Uh, I brought in a special guest. We'll introduce him when he comes on. But just stay tuned and make sure to subscribe, share, and like so we can continue to grow the family. All right, so here's a special guest I was telling you about. I have Colin here. He's a Syracuse University journalism major as well. So we got a little Columbia versus Syracuse, who's the number one J school going on. So, I mean, you know, how you doing, Colin? I'm pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, the sprinklers just came on outside here at my apartment complex. So it uh, might be a little bit loud, but I'm really excited. You know, the draft is one of those things that I'm looking extra forward to this year because my team, as well as the Wizards, are both in the lottery, both teams picking in the top 10. I'm just excited to see, you know, who both of our teams can add to take that next step after a down year. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's going to be a very interesting draft. I can't wait to see how you feel about especially like what picks five through ten. We're, the Wizards and Pool are in a really like interesting range. So I want to first ask you, it's like, what is your take on this draft and who are like some of your favorite players? Yeah, so, you know, this draft obviously has high-end talent. We all know that there's the big three, or really four, if you include Jaden Ivey, who I think is one of the three best players in this class. But you got Chet Holmgren, Paulo Bancaro, Ivey, Jabari Smith. You know, those guys are the headliners. Everybody's talking about him. But some of the guys that I think deserve to get a bit of love, those guys who are if you will, my guys. I would say Jeremy Sohan is the first one of them. I think on defense, his range and his ability to guard everywhere on the floor and be able to play as an elite helper while also showing signs on offense in his pro day uh, with a potential jump shot. Uh, I think his upside is ginormous. I know that's not a real word, but I mean, you're talking <laughs> about a player who might not be, who might not be a realistic type of, traditional player, if you will. So I think it's fitting to say, you know, his impact on both ends of the floor combined is going to be big. And I honestly see Giannis level potential with him in a way. And I know that that's a crazy statement in comparing wow. him to Giannis. And I feel like that's heretical, but you know, it's hard not to look at the comparisons on defense. Their size is pretty similar. I think Sohan's going to grow from being about 6'9 to about 6'11 because, mind you, he's still 19. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these guys grow. Finally, the, the uh, sprinklers went off, but uh, <laughs> I think Sohan has all the potential in the world to be that, that type of player. He just needs to learn how to be a better playmaker and processor on offense. Yeah, plus, I mean, Sohan, they said, what, in, at the pro day and then the combines, he was, like, the best shooter there. Like, he yeah. said he was really lighting it up. Now, his form wasn't terrible uh, before. I mean, I know you probably watched some of him in, in, in the conference. Uh, but like you say, he's a multi-positional defender. There's actually a lot of – one thing I can say about this draft, there's a decent amount of, like, really good defenders that I've watched. Yeah. He's definitely definitely one of the, the best ones, though. And he actually uh, – he was at the Wizards. We had a, we worked him well. He was supposed to work out for the Wizards. He has a hamstring, was his strain or whatever. But he's like, yeah, man. You know, I just found out that Washington D.C. isn't a state because he's not from. I think he was, he's not from the, the U.S. The U.S. Right. Right. So that was that was funny. But yeah. So getting into first, we're gonna ask you just about your own team, Portland. So what oh are you looking for Portland to do in this draft? 
Yeah, you know, I think there's a common misconception that the Blazers need to take the player that's at their best right now versus nah. taking a guy who within the next three years will get to that level. So I'm thinking a guy like Benedict Matherin, A.J. Griffin, one of those two wings, maybe even Dyson Daniels. I think if you get one of those guys, you can get a guy who's immediately a plus on defense where, you know, depending on who they are, they have different strengths. So like for A.J. Griffin, it's his off-ball defense right now. Um, you know, I think the Blazers can't go wrong with any of those three guys. I think as long as Portland stays away from Keegan Murray, you know, I think things will be good. Uh, <laughs> going with a wing, you know, yeah. you need those wings to win deep in the playoffs, as we've seen with Golden State with Wiggins, Phoenix yep. with Mikel Bridges, Boston with their wings, Toronto when they had Kawhi, uh, yep. Philadelphia when they had Butler. I mean, LeBron, obviously, like, it's it's one of those positions where you need to have one of the best of them in the league. Um, and I think if you get A.J. Griffin or Matherin, I think that's a pretty good solution. Are you scared of, uh, now, A.J. Griffin, we 45% from the three, could have easily shot even closer to 50% on catching. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's so like well. clearly one of the best shooters in the draft. Like we is just guaranteed. But then people are real scared about the medicals. But then I also read that he hasn't really had a big surgery though. He's had like little, kind of like Anthony Davis in a way, where he didn't. He's never like tore like an ACL or Achilles, but he's had mm. multiple injuries. So what do you think about his medicals in that way? Are you scared as a Portland fan to take someone like that? I mean. Every single year, about a third of the top guys have some sort of medical issues. Yeah. Um, and it's also really hard to gauge if medical issues from a young level will hold up. I mean, because everybody was concerned about Steph Curry's ankles. And I know, oh, that's Steph Curry. That's one case. Um, you know, I think if you have situations like that where players are able to string together healthy years, there's no reason to not take a chance on a future player, and it would be unfair to not give them a chance for past um, instances of being hurt. So, um, you know, I don't have that many concerns with AJ's health. I think his upside is gigantic. I think his ability to create off the dribble, it looks a little bit wonky, but, you know, he's really good at getting that separation and getting those shots off. Um, I think it's really fun to watch him get to work with the ball. I think there's yeah. a lot of Jalen Brown in him where a lot of his dribble moves and handles are a little bit quirky and not necessarily the tightest, but they work because of that change of speed and that size for a two slash three. Um, I think overall he projects to be, you know, a Jalen Brown level player almost within three years and there's no reason to not take that player right now if you're Portland yeah it's crazy too about AJ because I look like when you when I watched him and I watched Johnny Davis the same day mm -hmm. you, I don't know why Davis looks bigger on TV but in real life they actually waited in common uh AJ Griffin's like 20 pounds heavier I think he's like almost they said measuring at almost 215 220 versus yeah. uh, Johnny Davis only like 195 so I think that's all something like he has the the potential to at least be a neutral or positive defender. Just he has the size and length. It's just about the, you know, 
the grit and who's his first coach. So that'd be interesting. But now before we end this first segment, just going into the Wizards, what do you think the Wizards should be looking for in this draft? Well, I think they should honestly just take the best player available because Bradley Beal's already said he's made his decision. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, it's very possible he leaves. And even if he stays, I don't think it's beneficial to give him that much money and cripple your franchise and no. send them to purgatory because let's face it, as good of a player as Beal is, he's not worth a supermax that's record setting. He's not worth devoting the entire energy of your franchise to when there are so many more feasible and efficient ways to win. Um, I think they trade him and just take the best player available who, in my opinion at this time, could be Jaden Hardy. I know that sounds like a name out of left field, but his ability to operate in the pick and roll, um, his passing has gotten a lot better. I think offensively, he's got the total package and he's not like Beal, where he's more of a complimentary guy on offense. He's more, like Beal's more of an offensive two. I think Hardy could be an offensive number one. Um, I think he could be the real deal. Um, I also think, uh, Another guy that you guys could look at potentially. Uh, if Sohan's there, that would be great, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think Johnny Davis. Yeah. I think Johnny Davis would be really nice. Uh, I think defense, he's really underrated. I think he's very, very good on that end. Uh, I think offensively, like, there are concerns about him relying on super tight jumpers, but yeah. he makes them. Like, that kind of shot making, you can't really teach. Um, that ability to concentrate, you can't really teach. Um, he really reminded me of Chris Milton and DeRozan in the mid-range where, where they're not getting crazy yeah. separation, but just keep making shots. Like, I don't know if that's sustainable. And like we said, like DeRozan in a playoff game, but like right. we saw Milton struggle for years and it took one year for him to get it right. And then he was the second option and closer for, well, somewhat of a closer for a championship contender. So. Johnny really reminds me that he seems just so confident in like him being a good player that I think he'll just be able to find a role. Like he's just, he's just, he just cares too much on defense. Now he's not the quickest guy in the world. Like just a little sandy feet, but overall he tries really hard on both ends. I think he wants to get better every year. And with a team like the Wizards that don't really have a small forward, he's more of a two guard, but like he can, with the, the way the league's downsizing, he could probably play some small forward for you. Or if Bill goes to the bench, he could probably step in as a two guard with Kisper coming from your last pick. So that would be nice. Yeah. Um, I want to know from you, who would yeah. you want the Wizards to take? Um, I've really thought about this. I think the answer I'm going, well, for one, is to be Shaden Sharp. Even though we haven't seen much of him, it just seems like so raw, so many traits. I think if you lose Bill, that's your best case scenario. Now, he could just be could prove everyone wrong and just not be good at basketball. I think he will be. My second, it would be AJ Griffin, though. The yes. medical's scary, but like you have him and then you have Kisper, you have both 6'6 six, six and can shoot. You know, the Wizards were like the 27th, I think shooting three-point shooting team this year or something around that, they got to get some more shooters. I mean, you have Contavious Caldwell Pope, too, um, but I think he also is a trade candidate. If I'm a contender, he's only making 14 million KCP. Kuzma's only making 13. Those are players I think championship-level you know, teams are going to go after for the Wizards because they played too well for a team that wasn't, a, you know, contending. 
Yeah, I think, honestly, the Wizards just need to take the best player they can get, honestly. Whoever they have highest yeah. on their big board that's available, just take yeah. the guy because you need an identity. This team, you know, doesn't know if it's going to keep Beal or not. They don't know what they can be with Beal on their yep. team. They tried and to put a bunch of other... Yeah. Right. And they try to put a bunch of other different guards alongside him that never seemed to work. They always seem to clash. Um, and then, you know, big men... You know, you can never find one there. I mean, you think yeah. Gafford is the guy, but I mean, he's not a big, big needle mover. He's a good role player, but he's not yeah. a guy you can win a championship with necessarily. Um, I think the Wizards just need an identity. Whoever they can get that's highest on their board, they should take. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Yeah, okay, so now we're going to our second segment. We have some mock drafts, you know, a little CBS Sports, a little of the sporting news, the athletic places like that. They all have had a mock draft, and this is as of yesterday they did this mock draft, so very recent. So first, the sporting news, we have Kyle Irvin, great journalist. You all should, you know, read the stuff that he has on the sporting news. He has the Wizards selecting at number 10, no trades. He has Johnny Davis going there. So what do you think about Johnny's fit on the Wizards? Ooh, man, I think... You know, obviously, if you want to go the route of keeping Beal, you want to have guys that can play off of him. And I think yep. Davis can do that by making shots. Also, he's the type of guy you can take a chance trying to build a franchise with, not around, but with. Um, you know, I think he's a difference maker on defense. I think offensively, he's a good shooter. I don't think you can go wrong if you take Johnny Davis. Yeah, as the Wizards, as a team that wasn't good defensively or shooting, I think he's a pretty good fit. Like, I mean, we yeah. saw he, at the end of the season when he got that injury, his shooting like plummeted. Like it, it was getting like it was getting real bad. But overall, before that catch and shoot, he wasn't terrible. Like I think his range isn't amazing. But it seemed like from the corners he excelled, which in the Wizards offense, if you have him and a KCP on the floor or him and a Kispert on the floor, I think it can work. But see, now yeah. we have we're gonna do pick after pick before. So the pick after him was A.J. Griffin. And the pick before him to the Spurs was Jalen Duran. So out of both of those picks, who do you do you think the Wizards should have maybe traded up to jump to get Duran? Do you think they should have taken A.J. Griffin since he went after or just stayed pat at 10 and just took the guy that they took it with Johnny Davis? Honestly, I think just taking Johnny Davis at this point because, um, you know, I don't think it's realistic that A.J. Griffin falls. I don't. I think... You know, a lot of executives have him as high as fourth. Um, I think it's very realistic. He goes fourth or fifth. Um, I think... I think Johnny Davis is the most realistic option for you guys just because he's the guy who I envisioned being there and he's a guy who I think is a safe pick there. Yeah. Uh, I think if you pick him, it's a B plus, and I think you're happy with it. Yeah, definitely. And just another one for your own, you know, for your team, they had in this mock draft, they had Dyson Daniels is a pick okay. at seven for Portland, who's someone I've heard the Wizards have really talked. I think if he's there at 10, he's the Wizards' number one selection. It wouldn't be mine, but I think he's sure. So, but So what would you think about Daniels being the pick there? Coming off the well, Evan Turner thing, you know? Yeah, I think... He compares to Derek Derek White to me because I think his handle is good, but not great. But he's yeah. confident enough in it to get by. Um, I think he's a quick processor who, you know, doesn't do too much. Um, 
I think his shooting is a bit inconsistent. I think defensively he has a really high upside. Um, I just don't think he's going to be what a lot of teams are expecting him to be, which is, I mean, it's okay. I mean, he fits the Lonsto role as more of a connector type of yeah. player, uh, a Halliburton type of player maybe. Um, but, you know, um, I don't think he's the guy I would want Portland to pick at seven if A.J. Griffin or Benedict Matherin or even Sohan are available. Um, I think those would all be better selections for now and for the future, but Dyson's pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy because I've he's been like really polarizing. Like I'm not, I've seen him at like fifth in some mock drafts, but I've seen him at like 12 in some as well. So it's like you people have really hot takes on him. I think people also think he's a better playmaker than he is. Then he's at least shown. Now maybe he can develop to be better right there, but he's like you say, he's more of a Lonzo ball rondo type of passer in that way like mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see but at the same time if he plays with dame and anthony simons he's actually right. probably pretty good of a fit there based on the defense and like the connecting as a passer so that'd be interesting but okay now let's move on to the athletic one of my favorite you know publications to read you gotta learn a lot from we have zach harper we all know what, what he does he's really good at what he does he has the wizards taking aj griffin in this draft. So what do you think about AJ Griffin's fit with the Wizards? I mean, that would be an A-plus pick, but he's not going to fall that far. <laughs> uh, we've already, I mean, that's yeah. reality, right? Like, yeah. also, like, if you could trade Beal, I know this is off topic, but if you could trade Beal and guarantee that you get AJ Griffin, would you do it? Um, For Ivy, I would. For Ivy, you would? Okay. I would for Ivy. Griffin, I'd have to think what, because what team is it? Probably maybe, I don't think he goes to Detroit, so you probably get it to the six pick. You probably get to six. So what if there's, there's a, what if our teams trade? I think that's very possible, though. I've, I've saw a couple one, because if, if, if Portland is trying to get against some wing defenders, the Wizards just have so many. The Wizards have a lot of players that I think playoffs into you, like, like again, a Kuzma or a KCP. Those just seem like, players teams could use that are trying to contend i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if somehow some salary matching goes on with uh just pulling this goes down three picks probably gets a player they were maybe eyeing anyway like a sohan anyway yeah so it wouldn't be the worst case scenario i think realistic and for this draft too the pick after with jalen duran again so this must be his range but then you have ivy as the pick before it they had him fall into nine in this draft how realistic do you think it's probably he falls past four? Uh, it's stupid to think he falls that far. Um, I think he could get past four. I think AJ Griffin has a shot to go four uh, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But I think <sighs> Ivy is such a good scorer That's right good now. <laughs> oh, it's he's so fun to watch. I mean, he. I'm at a loss for words describing him because I mean, I mean he, he's kind of like in that Darius Garland quick twitchy mode. Yeah, like John Morant develops so much from year one to year two that it's right. no way you're looking at a prospect that's like explosive like this and like, nah, I'm good. Like, it's just no right. way. And the Kings are just in a, in a trash spot just because Give like- Give him an identity. Yeah, like- Honestly. Cause it's like, if you have him and Fox, you're a really explosive team. But it's and like, then just trade Fox. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Then Fox is probably because he's been there so long. But then they're trying to think Bill with Sabonis and I don't know what's going on in Sacramento. I don't even like they hired Mike Brown too. It's a weird coaching fit yeah, to me as well. So it's just like they're just in a such really, a weird I really believe I think Keegan Murray is the pick there. I I would think they'd be they'd be dumb to pick him there. But yeah, it'd be I think it'd be interesting. But okay, now we have, we have CBS Sports. Uh, they had four analysts do a mock draft. We're only going to look at two. Uh, the first one, we have Kyle Boone. He has which is actually taking Shaden Sharp. So he has Sharp falling to 10. So I, what do you think about Sharp's fit with Washington? I think it's great. Um, you know, it means that if you move on from Beal, you've got a guy who's going to be better. Uh, and <laughs> honestly, I don't think Shaden, I don't think Shaden falls that far. Um, I think some team's going to take a flyer on him very, very early. Um, but he can really dribble. And I know the handle concerns are there, but um, he's he's got really high upside. Um, he's so fun to watch. He's uber athletic. Um, the tape is real. Uh, and I think he would give you guys an identity. Who do you think his comp is? I, this is a tough one for him. Gives me Tyrese Maxi energy. Yeah, he bit. he's definitely like that type of like wiry score that just scores the basketball. And he's, he he has a projected yeah. forty nine inch vertical. Don't know how real that is. Probably not forty nine. It's just kind of like insanely. Or Jalen Green maybe. Yeah, like so he has a forty nine inch. That's vertical. a good player. He can yeah he can shoot the three ball. Some teams gonna take a flyer on him, and if he go, if he falls to ten, the Wizards. I don't even think you should wait the the full clock. Like you, you've literally somehow stole a guy. That I don't care if you don't think he fits on the team. You have to just take this kid. And we're not like it's not like we're gonna win a championship anytime soon. So it's not like we're rushing him to be his full potential year one. So I, I think he, I think he'd be a really good fit. But the pick before and after here are new players. I'm surprised they were in this range. So the pick before was Matherin to the Spurs, and the pick after was Ty Ty Washington, which I thought was what? really interesting. But the Knicks do need a guard, but he's, you know, he'd be a slight reach there. No way. So what do you think about those two picks? Well, I think the Knicks should take Jaden Hardy if he's there. I think Oh, you like Hardy over uh, Ty Ty? What? So you, you like you like Jaden Hardy over uh, yes, Ty Ty Washington? For sure. For sure. Okay. I think Hardy's a lot better operating in the pick and roll. It's crazy because Washington was so much, he's played so, too much off ball last year, which is, I mean, it's good because he can't, you, you show that he can be a, what's it, like a more of a combo guard if need be for a team, but he's so small that he has to be a point guard. Yeah. So, I don't think Ty Ty's that good. What do you, what do you think he, what do you, what do you think his range is? Because if he's at, going at 11 in some draft, I've seen him. Yeah, fall that's like way too high. So I've like, got them 21st on my board. Okay. <laughs> I think that's where I have him at. Um, I, I just think there are other guards that do the job better. Mm -hmm. uh, even like Darion Sebron, I think is a little bit better. Um, I don't know. I just think there are multiple guys who do a better job of, um, either getting downhill or shooting or just doing anything, frankly. Yeah, you, I, you, so you project them. I've kind of projected him to not be a starter. Like, I, like maybe he's a low-level starter, but I think he'd be a good, like, 
like what Boston did with Derek Wire, a good bench player, can score and can yeah. pass pretty well. Okay, so now for CBS again, we have two experts that had separate mock drafts. We have Gary Parrish. He has the Wizards taking Ocha Abaji, the Kansas guard, senior, 22. What do you think about him as high as 10? But that was pretty high. Yeah, I'd give that pick a C minus or a D plus. <laughs> um, you know, I think Ocha is a really helpful guy. Um, you know, I think he's a consistent rotation guy and he's going to be a strong rotation guy but uh, I just think there are so many better options there so yeah uh, I think not D plus is too harsh I would give it a C yeah, would be I'd a probably C. give it around that it's just first I, I just hate a, t- a senior in the top 10 you right. have to really be like I'm not even sure to be honest who I can think about who's the you last. You have to be like senior. Christian Leitner to do that. Yeah, like the last senior to be in the top 10. Because people gave me Carl Bridges a lot. And he was what, a junior when he came out. Yeah. And he was a champion. Well, I guess so, you know. So I guess they have similar things to that. But like, he couldn't even, I mean, he wasn't even that good of a shooter his previous years. He, now, shooting last year, he shot really well from three. But overall, his previous seasons, he wasn't even as good of a shooter. He just scares me. And his ceiling seems low. For a top ten pick, like so, I yeah, that was I agree, and that's how I feel about Keegan Murray too. I think Keegan Murray's a little bit, you know. I think if he falls to you guys, that's a win. But I think, you know, you mentioned him to the Kings. I don't know if I can yeah. agree with that because I think his shooting's not as great as it could be. Um, I don't really like his handle. I don't think he can no, do that much off the indeed. dribble. Yeah. Defensively, he's pretty good um i just don't think that warrants top five selection yeah uh, yeah he's definitely he's interesting he's 21 as well so he got a little he's a little he has a little more age it, it, it should be it should be interesting to see what happens with him but okay now okay let me see oh okay so then we now we have the yahoo the last one we're going to be doing is the yahoo sports one because christian peak she's, she's one of the you know, best journalists that yahoo sports has she has the Wizards taking Johnny Davis, someone we've already talked about. But the players that were surrounding the pick we haven't talked about that we've kind of gotten to was Jeremy Sohan, who was, I think, the next, who was the pick before to the Spurs. I think it would be a great fit. And then uh, Eason from LSU. So what do you think about those players that were the surrounding players in that? I think Easton's a really good athletic driver. Um, I don't think he's worth a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sohan would be the move if he's there. Uh, and again, I just think you guys got to take the best player available. Um, I think Easton's a really good driver, um, very athletic, good defender. Um, he's the type of guy that would help you with Beal, uh-huh. uh, who I think would immediately slot in as like a Cameron Johnson level of player. Um, but you know, I just think there are better options out there and there are better options that will help you move into a better direction where you're building around better talent, where uh, you're not just hyper-reliant on a lower-level all-star. All right, now for our third and final segment, we're going to get to the expectations for the draft. So what do you think is actually going to happen on the day? Well, I think the top three picks in no particular order will be uh, Jabari, Paulo, and Chet. Um, I think in some configuration, I think those will be the top three. I think that's obvious. Um, I'm also expecting 
uh, Jaden Ivey to be the first guard off the board. Uh, there's no way teams are not enamored with that athleticism. Um, and I think in terms of another surprise, um, hmm, I would say Jeremy Sohan will go a lot earlier than a lot of people expect. I think he might go in the top six to eight. I think Dyson Daniels could work into the top five. I don't expect those necessarily, but I wouldn't be shocked. I think AJ Griffin, this is what I expect. I expect AJ Griffin to go top five. Um, I wow. think either Sacramento, uh, you know, whoever picks yeah, is going to five. So it's the Pistons. Pistons five. Okay. So Sacramento, Pistons, uh, Indiana, one of those teams will take AJ Griffin. Um, and I think he will go before Benedict Matherin. Oh, okay. It's his fit, his fit with, well, to be honest, he fits on every team in the NBA. He's one of those players. Yeah. But like, I got, it was when we talk about fit when you shoot 45% from a three and you're six, six. But like, with like a K Cunningham, it's like your primary ball handler. And if they keep killing Hayes too, right, you'll be able to get a lot of looks. And you have Sadiq Bay. So you have your two passer playmakers and then your two shooters. And then we'll see what they do with the center position, I guess. Oh, Sadiq Bay and AJ Griffin would be filthy. Yeah, like they just be lighting so it up. Like, and then you've had, then you have the crazy, yeah, it'd be a big team too. Like no one would be under what, six, how small is Killing Hayes? Like six, three, six, four. So it'd be a tall team too, which is good. So that'd, that'd be an interesting fit. But based on that though, you think shooting sharp, you think the fall is real? Like, no, I don't know. I think. He could also go fifth. I could see the Pistons taking him. Um, I just don't know, like, do I think teams are gonna take Shaden Sharp or Keegan Murray? Do I think they like Murray or Sharp? I feel like they like Murray. I like Sharp more. I like Johnny yeah. Davis more. I just feel like they're gonna take Keegan Murray so early in this draft. Um, so I don't think it's more Shaden Sharp falling i think it's more just other teams making silly picks yeah and i know we haven't really talked when well, we've said Jalen durant's name a couple of times yeah. we haven't really got into him as a player so he's the he's 18 i think if i'm not mistaken today he's still yeah. 18 what do you think about him as a player i've seen him at nine i think he's very raw i think he needs to hone in on improving his jumper in, in pick and pop situations. I think defensively, the upside's very real. Uh, you know, he's that guy that comes in that's just, you know, that Jared Allen kind of defender. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I think he's got a really high upside there. Uh, but offensively, he's got a lot of work to do. So what about him and Mark Williams? Like, what is the difference between you think? Between oh, he's way better than Mark Williams because I think he's <laughs> a lot more switchable. Um, I think the potential is there on offense, whereas with Mark Williams, I think, you know, he seems a little bit like a negative on offense. Okay. Now, so we've done a lot of Wizards for this episode. So with Wizards fans, you can't say right. we, we didn't, you know, give you all some love. So we're going to, first, we're going to talk about the Wizards, then we'll end with Portland. Do you think this draft can actually help the Washington Wizards? <laughs> um, I think it really depends on where they pick. 
right? Because if they pick 10th, I don't think it helps them that much in the immediate or long-term future. I don't think this guy, especially in this class, ends up being like a real difference maker. I think if the Wizards are able to trade into the top five, um, then it would help them if they could get like AJ Griffin or whoever they want. Um, but I think realistically, uh, it wouldn't help the Wizards that much. Uh, just because the range of players available at 10 isn't going to be that good. Uh, and they're kind of in a really tough situation looking for an identity, but also having to do so picking 10th and not top five. Um, so a trade would help them, but until then, uh, they are in a predicament. Yeah, and it's crazy with the Wizards too, because we all know they traded Dinwiddie and Bertans at, at the deadline. Porzingis. So we've, we have never saw Porzingis and Bill play together because Bill had surgery on his wrist before he could play with Porzingis. So I think the Wizards goal, if you would ask me, is probably to build around those two. It's not, I mean, we all know it's not 2017, so that's not a good idea. But that's what the team is planning, I think, to do. So I think their pick is going to be based on probably, I'm assuming, who fits best with that and they kind of have a the Wizards have a log jam at forward with like Rui, Denny, Kuzma um, I'm probably missing some players but like it's a log jam at the same positions like I think they finally got center but good or bad you have you have um, Porzingis and Gafford so you know you have two centers that and yeah, I guess you have Brandon Curry he's not gonna ever play he shouldn't but he's your third center that's probably in your G League team so the center right. is done you have a log jam at four. You have not one point guard on the roster. So it's like, regardless, what are they going to do? This is why I think the Pacers are as a good team. Like, if they can somehow get Brogdon by swapping, if they swap the 10 and the 6, so Pacers go to 10, Wizards go to 6, and they give the Pacers, like, some filler players, too. Like, I don't know who they would want that the Wizards have. Maybe a young player like a Rui or a Denny with a vet like a KC. Yeah. Or Kuzma that might be intriguing to a team like that. You get a vet, especially a, a, one of those championship, you know, they technically win the championship in the bubble. And then you get a young player and you still only go down four spots that could intrigue a team like Indiana. So I that'd be, I think, the goal for a team like the Wizards. That'd be a W on draft night for the Wizards. Okay. But now, so do you think this draft can actually help the Portland Trailblazers? And Mike Schmidt's there now. So you got some hope. <laughs> I think it definitely can. I think there are a lot of trades that can come from the pick, first of all. Like if we tra if Portland trades back to 12 and gets the OKC pick plus Dort, or if we're able to uh, trade up, obviously. But if we're able to trade the pick and get Aiton maybe, or OG Ananobi, like maybe that could help a little bit. Um, if not, I mean, if AJ Griffin's available, that would be awesome. <laughs> Matherin's there, that would be awesome. Sohan would be awesome. Those guys would all be super helpful for the Blazers to win now and down the road. Uh, so I think it can be helpful, but, you know, the Blazers just cannot screw up. They can't take Keegan Murray here. Yeah. Let's <laughs> screw the team up. Yeah, so, okay, so with, before we move off of Portland, Anthony Simons, you do think he'll be there. You don't question yes. happening. Yes, I think he's very good. And I think he's a plus on defense right now. Yeah, he has good size. It seems like he's gotten better 
every year, which is always a good yep. sign for your players. You don't want especially at the end of this year. So yeah, especially at the end of the year. So and well, he's he's probably he has to get right better. Him and Dane both shooting off ball, just the just the ability to play off ball, which I think they. I think get. Simons is a lot better at shooting off ball than on ball. Uh, well, no, I take that back. Um, I think Simons is very good at shooting off the ball. Uh, I think obviously both guys are good catch and shoot guys. Dame yeah. is obviously <laughs> yeah. equipped to score on his own and take yeah. guys off the dribble and be a one-man offense. But Anthony can play off of Dame's creation pretty well. Yeah, definitely. So again, I want to thank you for coming on. This is one of our first episodes of Franchise Mode. Uh, you were amazing. I definitely want to shout out your Instagram too. You can drop your at. Uh, but besides that, like definitely one of the best graphic makers i think on instagram like higher than like like bleacher report graphic level oh stop it <laughs> so i i've i've comment on the on the graphics i think they're insane so we've talked about that before you know pretty, i appreciate it um definitely so uh, it's been really good i'm definitely glad you can come on and again you know we'll you know keep talking and hopefully you know and then on a later date probably maybe like before the season starts we can do this again all right sounds good sorry about the airplane but this has been fun <laughs> all right well thanks again for coming on and make sure you all are subscribed sharing and liking